Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Discussing Doodles. He's I'm... Mark. <laughs> I'm Mark. I'm Luke. He's Luke. I'm Luke. <laughs> uh, last week we discussed Walt Disney's first feature-length animated film, Snow, Snow White. White and the Seven Dwarfs. Thanks for finishing that off. I keep wanting to say a huntsman and it throws me off all the time. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. I... Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did too. Um, yeah, more than I thought I would. Yeah, for sure. It was really... It's a really good film. Like, forget all the stuff we were saying about how old it is and all that stuff. It's just a good film. It is a good film. Yeah. Decent. 72 out of 100. Is that right? Yes. It's like, that's a good memory. You I wrote it down. Here. 72 out of 100. Yes, mate. This week... Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. Now, is it pronounced Ghibli? Yes. Because, because I want to say Ghibli. Yeah. I, I, I think prefer most, Ghibli. I think most people say Ghibli. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> My pipes are gurgling. I think it's Ghibli. <laughs> wow. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm a bit gassy. Yeah, to be fair, I'm quite burpy today. I think we've just had... Fizzy drinks and Chinese, and yeah. it's just like... I've had so much Coke. My stomach is, like, trying to settle, and it can't. <laughs> so sorry. Um, that's apology number one. Apology number two is that... Our pronunciation. Yeah. Today we're going to discuss Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Very good. Thank you. Kind regards. But Mark <laughs> and me, some, I mean, you more than me, I think. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Say... Nausicaa. <laughs> Now, sicker. It sounds like someone's called sicker, and you're like <laughs> now, sicker. Now, sicker. The, the reason I say that is because is it the NAU? Yeah, you looks like now. Yeah, when I'm reading it off the page, I say now. I look at look at it. I think now. <laughs> I say now. <laughs> I say now. Um, but it's Norsica. Norsica of the Valley of the Wind. It's lots of of, of the, the of the of that rise of the planet of the apes. It's that all over yeah, again. It is. Yeah, Norsica. Norsica of the Valley of the Wind. <laughs> Your pipes. My pipes wow. are gurgling. Um, so this film came out in 1984. It was based on a manga of the same name, mm-hmm. written by Hayao Miyazaki, yeah. who also directed the film. Um, it was made by a company called Topcraft before the formation of Studio Ghibli, but we're counting it as the yes. first Studio Ghibli film because it's what almost made the formation of Studio Ghibli. Let's get information. So, that's our boring bit. Aw, I enjoyed it. No, I mean, I'm me just getting all those little facts out. Just okay. set the scene. Luke, yeah. Norsica of the Valley of, of the, the wind. wind. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Yeah? Mark, of the Valley of the Wind. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? I don't know. You don't know. Right? Interesting. Okay. There were parts when I was watching the film where I was thinking, why am I watching this? Okay. I'm bored. Okay. There are parts where I was going, wow, that's stunning, mm. but I'm bored. Right. And then the last 25 minutes were fire. Yeah. The last, good. like, 20, 25 minutes of the film made it all worth it in the end. Yeah. But there were points leading up to that where I was thinking... You were questioning. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. But that's mm. just me being straight up honest. And I love Studio Ghibli and I love Hayao Miyazaki. I think he's one of the greatest living... Creators. Creators. Full stop. Ever. Mm-hmm. So not even living, just ever, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's amazing. That's cool. But 
Honesty is the best policy. Yeah. That's what this podcast is all about. We just both happened to really like Snow White last week. That we were yeah, just like, exactly. yes, positivity. <laughs> but like, um, that's cool. Story-wise, then, yes. What do you think? T- talk me through um, your thoughts on it. So my, thoughts, you took notes, didn't you? <laughs> I did for this one because Snow White I've seen so many times, and like everybody knows it. I didn't feel I had to. Whereas this one, it's like it's been ages since I've watched it. Mm. So I wanted to like take more notes and properly discuss so what I wrote for the story is that what I like about it is that I say it's completely original and like probably unlike any other animated movie I've ever seen yeah I can't you know Snow White for example what I'm only using it as an example because it's the only one we've discussed yeah um is a Disney princess movie and there's lots of Disney princess movies yeah I don't think there's anything like this film, cartoon or animated wise. I don't no. think anything in this the future of this podcast is going to come remotely close. The only thing I could think of was Disney's Atlantis, which is that fantasy mixed with technology. Yeah. But I don't think it happens that much in animated movies, but no. I really like it. Um, but in terms of live action movies, gave me some A New Hope vibes. Yeah. And it gave me some Fellowship of the Ring vibes. Okay. And I felt like it was that... It was an epic, of... wasn't it? It is. It was, it's not a family film. No. I don't think. Like, no. I wouldn't... If I had kids, I wouldn't sit them sit down, them down to watch, watch it. it. That's no. a, it it's, a, it's a big film. It's deep. It's, it's a hell of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, story-wise, I think it's quite funny because... It's funny you mentioned Snow White because I was kind of comparing it to Snow White in my head whilst I was watching it. Right. And there are a few things where I think, actually, there's a lot of comparables here. Okay. between this and Snow White and it's the sort of lead female protagonist yes. yeah. and I, I, was, I would argue a lead female villain, villain. as well yeah. and um, males that don't actually do much yeah they don't have much to offer do they yeah. boys which is so there are there are some similarities and obviously there's a good 50 years between the two films yeah so a lot changed in between yes but it to me it was interesting to see a different take on a first heroine yes and Norska, I know we're not talking about characters yet, but Norska herself, mm. she's a perfect heroine. Yeah. She was f- she was flawless yeah. in a way that she's flawed. Yes. We'll yeah, get yeah. to that. We will. Um, but um, story-wise, I find it really interesting because when you look at Disney's story structure, mm-hmm. it's all about setting the scene, having some fun things to watch, and then getting to that climax and figuring it out. Yeah. Whereas this story was much more free-flowing, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like a story that Hayao Miyazaki obviously wanted to to tell. Yes. And it drifted off in all kinds of directions. And at some points, like I mentioned earlier, that lost me. I was like, I'm lost on this direction. I preferred it when we were following this or doing that. But by the end, it kind of all does does culminate in a really lovely... I mean, like I know you said it was based on a manga, did you say? Yeah. Am I listening correctly? Um, But in my... While I was watching it, I thought this... It gives me like novel vibes. I feel yeah. like it would make a real solid. Well, look. And, and manga is a novel, yeah. essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's just like proper fantasy stuff, which I guess is probably why it gave me Lord of the Rings. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 my pipes are really gurgling. Yeah, I can't even control it. <laughs> Lord of the Rings and a New Hope vibes, particularly with this. Um... Oh my god, I've forgotten what he was called. Lord. Oh, no, that's not what he's called. Who's Patrick Stewart? Yeah, I Patrick wrote, Stewart's character. Write it down. Patrick Stewart, the guy with the um, the mus- the moustache. Mm. Lord Yupa. Lord Yupa, that's, that's it. He was, to me, 
Ben Kenobi and Gandalf. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of that vibes yeah. came from to me. He's More a good so than story, well. actually. Oh, we keep going on to characters. Yeah. Let's talk about bloody story. It's good. It's, ep- it's epic. So what happens in the story? So it's kind of an apocalyptic-y, wasteland-y... Post-apocalypse yeah. world, yeah. With these big fuck-off bugs. <laughs> the ohms. The ohms. Yeah. Who are pretty horrific, but not always. But they're not, no. So it, when the telltale signs are... Red eyes, stay away. Blue eyes, they're okay. quite cute. Yeah. Oh, little poem. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, and yeah, Norsica is a princess of the Valley of the Wind. Yeah. And she's got to help her people get through a lot of shit. So, right? Yeah. So what I, li- I liked about this story was... At the start, you're made to believe that these horrible, these big bugs are these horrible, nasty creatures that are taking over the world and they're making everything poisonous and blah, 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 blah. Yep. By the end of the movie, you realise that the, the poisonous forest or jungle, whatever they called it, was the earth created that to rid it, rid itself yep. of all the pollution that man had created. Had created. Yeah. And the and the bugs were like the guardians of this forest, which was cleansing the earth. Yes. And it's like it flips it all on its head, and actually, the real evil is man. And you see that created through the different characters that she meets throughout the film. Yes. Because they've all they're all selfish, and they've all got their own goals, goals, and their own sort of things that they're trying <clears throat> to achieve, which are almost far more evil than what the Ohm are doing by just existing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's um. And I think that's that's a story point that we can relate to, to in our world today. I was just going to say, it's very prominent for 2020. Yeah. Environmental problems, left, right and centre. Like, it's a very woke story. It is. It's a really <laughs> woke story. Yeah. Um, in, from 1984. Yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 it's pretty Ahead cool. Ahead of its time, shall we say. Ahead of its time. Um, so what would you give the story? Um, I would give it... I'm going to say a seven. Okay. And a lot of that, it, I would say, is due to its originality. I yeah. honestly don't think there is another animated film like its story. I'm going to say six. Mm-hmm. Um, pacing? It's, for me, it's pacing. Yeah. yeah. The pacing just felt a little bit off. Yeah. And I also did think, I, you know, I mentioned last week about how um, the Snow White story was lots, almost lots of little sketches put together. Yes. I felt like if you broke this up into a TV series, into an anime... Yes. It would work. It had different bits going on. It had on. different, yeah, almost episodes right. within yeah, it, it, it was, which is a similar, Another a similar thing, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say six out of ten for story. Um, um, let's move on to characters, because we're both clearly very excited to talk about characters. <laughs> clearly, for some reason. <laughs> um, we'll start with Norsica. Let's. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, I've written here that she's feminist perfection mm. um so i've written she's like brave kick-ass really doesn't need a man and what's also great for the feminists is that she's not overly sexualized either no she's i thought in... she was to start oh, with really? i thought that was a skirt um, and then i realized she's wearing trousers, she's wearing trousers. <laughs> that's not her bare yeah. legs and it's like but, baggy trousers. yeah well, well sort of baggy well, when, trousers, when you that's... see them up close you can see all the creases yes but but at From first, far. I thought, angle. if I get the wrong angle here, I'm going to see everything. <laughs> short, short skirt. <laughs> That's a short skirt. Yeah, but yeah. she's not over-sexualised, really. She's no. never in, like, skimpy outfits. No. And she's never there to just look pretty. Like, she's, I think, a feminist dream. She's she's a, a perfect protagonist. Mm-hmm. 
And I really liked her. I did too. And I think actually, for me, she was my favourite character She's in the, the film. She's the best character in the film, yeah. I would agree. Um, she fights for her people. She fights for what she believes in. And she does. But I think maybe she's too perfect. Oh, okay. I don't have a flaw right. to put next to her. And that's nice. That means I like her. Yes. But also I want flawed, flawed yes. characters in movies. Yeah, because we're flawed as Because we're flawed human beings ourselves. Yeah. Um, but no, she is, a, she is a good character and I do appreciate... Mm-hmm. Um, I do appreciate the way she has modelled it, and it, from a from a from a, an anime perspective, you'll often find that your lead females in an anime are over sexualized. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah, and and they're they're made they're just beautiful and they're damsels yeah. in distress Skimpy all the time. Outfits. Yeah, yeah. Um, even if they're not damsels in distress, they're like Sailor Moon. They're still really skimpy and sexy, sexy. and all of this. Yeah. But Nausicaa's not. not like that. No, She's just genuinely a strong... I really liked that. And I did love the whole thing where like, there was this prophecy about the man in blue. Yes. And the man in blue was Nausicaa. Yes. And it's yeah. like, so, I love that. Again, so forward yeah. thinking for when it came out yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. Um, loved it. So she's a great character. She is. Um, Master Yupa. Lord. Lord Yupa. Yeah. He's also a really cool character. Yeah, he is. Uh, I've already said it, but I've written here, like Gandalf meets Ben Kenobi. Yeah, <clears throat> and then I've put a thing here saying that when he attacked the ship towards the end, I had a massive smile on my face. Yeah, he was like, he was so cool when he got like his weapons out. Yeah, and he's like the I master like. swordsman, yeah. isn't he? Like, and when like, he proved yeah. that he had skill, he was cool. But yeah. the Gandalf Ben Kenobi vibes are because he's not, he doesn't rely on them. No, the he's time. not outwardly v- violent no. or active, is he? No, no, yeah. Um, and I've got some other characters here. I don't know if you do. I don't. I don't. So oh, okay, because I wrote Asbel, who's the boy. Yeah. I I said like he was like cute, but he's not overly important and doesn't really add too much. Very much like in Snow White. Snow White's prince. <laughs> um, and then Kashana, who's the villain. Yeah. Um, she was quite cool. I said um, that's Uma Thurman, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand my notes, but... I'm Go on, gonna... read them out. Read them out the way they're written. Let's <laughs> no, see if we can dissect. it. Go on, that says, a bit... Ooh. A, <laughs> a bit, yet kind of classy. <laughs> a bitch? Maybe. A bitch, a bitch, yet kind of classy. Yeah. But she is. Yeah. And then I've written, like... Uh, I've said here, not the best villain in an animated movie, but not the worst either. No. Um, I also wrote Gwendolyn Christie vibes, a.k.a. Captain Phasma. Yeah, because she's in armour all the yeah. time. And yeah, and she's, like, taller than everybody. Yeah. But she's kind of, a, in a similar way to, like, Yupa, she's, well, not always, but she's very, like, reserved. Mm. It's not all anger, as villains go. Character I loved was Obaba. Obaba. Um, Bloodbender voice. Right? Is it? I'm not sure. That's all I was Possibly. getting the whole time. If anybody she, knows, she's a great character with because she's blind and all she's of that. Blind, she can sort of see. Yeah. See things happening, and I also loved. I don't know any of their names, but the old guys that got in the tanks and they yeah. were arguing over each yeah. other and stuff. That was really funny. What I would say is, I I do think all the characters were even the ones who are outwardly flawed, like Ababa with her with her blindness, mm-hmm. they are all a bit perfect. Yes. And therefore, they're all a bit two-dimensional. Yes, they're quite simple characters. They are simple characters. Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're good for their place in the story and they tell mm-hmm. the story well, but they're yeah. not... Um, it's basic. It's basic. Basic character-wise. That's the thing. I don't Like I was saying about the originality of the story, I think what's well, not basic storytelling, but basic characters are in it. Yeah. Yeah. Sense. 
Um, so what would you score characters at? Um, I'd give them a six because I think they're like slightly above average, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's nothing too special. I'm going to go six as well. Yeah, I'm I think agree she really that. pushes them all up, though. She does, yeah. She is a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, so animation-wise, yes. uh, let me hit you with some facts. You can go. Hit me with your rhythm stick. There are 263 colours used. Whoa. In Norska of the Valley of the Wind. That, which that. is less than half of the amount of colours used in Snow White. Whoa. That's mad. Yeah. And there were... 56,078 clear animation cells used, which means that there's less animation in it than Snow White. What the hell? Even though it's a longer movie. How does that make any sense? I know. So is, is that like, it's got, it focuses on still backgrounds longer? Is it yeah, that kind of thing? Yeah, it could be that. And also, often you're with with anime style animation you'll find that actually if a character's talking it's just a still picture of them and all that's moving is their mouth oh true you're right yeah. or something like that yeah Whereas, well they do that thing don't they when something shocking happens it focuses on them and they just go like, oh! yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it focuses far too long yeah like, so yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to see um that actually kind of less stuff went into it and they came out of a longer movie yeah, that's really interesting. Um, but still, 263 colours, 56-odd, thousand-odd cells, um, it's still a huge human feat. And yeah. there's some things I don't understand, like the ohm, mm. they almost look painted to me. Yeah, they, they, they are different to the people. I yeah. don't know what they did to and make And that's that, clever. But they are different. I'm not saying they are painted. I can't confirm nor deny, but they are different to the people for sure. The human movement mm. is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The human movement in Studio Ghibli movies is my favourite movement of humans yeah. in any animated movies. Yeah. They yeah. move so beautifully and it's so fluid and mm-hmm. it just looks so real. Yeah. And there's no rotoscope involved. With, no. with Snow, Snow White, White, there was often rotoscope yes. involved in the early days of Disney. But in this, there's none of that. It's, it's, it's literally just, just skill. all skill. Isn't it? Um, Madness. But... It does look dated. It does now, for sure. I think it looks more dated than Snow White did. Yeah. It's similar in the Snow White way as well that we were saying, um, you know how we were saying in Snow White, like uh, maybe other than the dwarves and the witch, that everybody looks very boring. Yeah. Um, This is a bit similar in a way. Like there's no, other than Lord Yupa's (laughs) moustache, there's like no defining facial features to anybody. (sighs) What character we didn't talk about? What character didn't we talk about? Oh my god! The fox squirrel. Yeah, the cutest I want one. Yeah, that is cute. Do remind me of Sid sometimes. Aww. Sid's our dog, by the way. Our little doggy. Um, anyway. <laughs> the animation, I think there are parts of it I love, parts yeah. of it I didn't love. I do think the colours look a bit bland. Right. Most of the time. It's there are some bits. When she's on the golden it? field at the end, that looks gorgeous. Oh my god, yeah. Um, but I feel like they could have done more okay. throughout the rest of the movie. Okay. Um, and I also felt that it does look dated, but the movement of the human beings, good. the designs of the human beings weren't that great. No. Like you were saying, everyone I mean. looks a bit plain, yeah. Yeah. but sometimes even up close, they looked a bit weird as well as plain. Right. Um, but the way they moved was phenomenal. Phenomenal. So yeah. I'm going to score a seven out of 10 for animation. Yeah. Uh, I'd agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't write. I literally just wrote the words "beautiful" <laughs> in my notes for animation. I literally didn't write who, anything else. Because you knew I'd be talking. I was like, this, kinds... is, "This is Mark's <laughs> section." Uh, soundtrack. Okay, I've got some notes. Talk me through your notes. So, there was a bit where Norsica was going to leave the valley, mm. um, and there was like a piano solo. Yeah. That stood out to me as just being really nice. Yeah. I can't tell you what the name of the music is because I haven't <laughs> no. done that much research. Um, there's I've written here that I'm not too keen on the 80s action music. The really synthesised. The synthesised. Yeah. I mean, I know it was an 80s movie, so obviously they're going to have it. Yeah. But it just brought me out a little bit. I agree. Um, it was a bit Flash Gordon, mm-hmm. that sort of cheesy 80s. Terminator 1. Which I think didn't fit the vibe of the movie. No. I felt if it was more of an orchestral epic. I agree. Because like I say, it's an epic fantasy movie at the end of the day, I think. An epic fantasy soundtrack would have worked better than a synthy 80s bop. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and then I said, um, I, I, I didn't initially, but after a while, I loved the freaky kids' vocalisation whenever there was like a flashback scene. So it I happened was, twice, didn't I it? I was watching it with my bedroom door open. And my housemate sat in his bedroom and he could just hear that stuff. And he just shouted down the, the hallway, What are you watching, you weirdo? <laughs> it sounded like uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street soundtrack. Yeah. It's creepy. I liked it. But initially I was like, Oh, I don't like this. But then after a while, I did. That was actually one of the moments I felt, one of the most bits of emotion I felt in the film. That's mm. a bad sentence. Was when we had the flashback of her and when she, when she was little and she had the baby, baby. Home. Yes, yes, and they yes, took yes. it off. Of, she wanted to hide it from them. Yes, and they took it, off of they took it off. I really felt that. Yeah, I don't know why, and I think that might have been to, to, to do with the music, the soundtrack. Soundtrack's important. And then the last thing I put, although I, I've written this, and I will admit I can't remember what the music sounded like, but I put there was a bit where they went under the sinking sand, her and the boy, mm. and she was like, she realised how beautiful everything was, and yeah. she cried happy tears in that moment. Apparently, I really liked the music in that scene, but <laughs> I've now forgotten it what it was. That was when they realised that underneath the forest, the air was pure. The air was pure, and she yeah. like laid there, and I think he thought she was upset, but then she was like, I'm not, I'm really, really happy. Yeah. And there was apparently a really nice bit of music there. I do agree that the 80s style synthesizer-iness... That was my biggest letdown bring it music-wise. Out, bring, bring me out of it. Mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to agree with but, that. But, like I say, it's in the 80s, so do I blame them? No. But did I like it? No. No. <laughs> so what are you going to score it? Uh, a six. Again, like, I, th- I did, it's the, it didn't blow me away soundtrack-wise, but again, it's not the worst soundtrack I've ever heard. It's above average. Okay. I'm going to say I'm gonna say five, because I think five okay. is, is average, isn't it? Bang yeah. on, sort of the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so the last thing, obviously, we discussed is legacy. Yes. Um, before we do that, I want to tell you a story. In <laughs> so when Norsica of the Valley of the Wind first came to the West and was dubbed, yes, um, it was taken in by a company owned by a Mr. Harvey Weinstein. Oh, oh, yeah. Who okay. now, thankfully, will probably be in prison for the rest of his life. So yes. that's good. Positives. Positives. Um, this is one of his. Lesser crimes I'm going to tell you about. Okay. So his company cut the movie to be almost half an hour shorter. Whoa. And they changed it to be called Warriors of the Wind. 
Okay. And they renamed all the characters and basically rewrote the story and just used the animation. Just used the animation. Yeah. So they just really westernised it. Yeah. Um, Miyazaki and his uh, his other producer, uh, Toshio Suzuki, I think he's called. Okay. They were not happy. I couldn't imagine. Um, and it was part of the agreement that if they were going to release any other Studio Ghibli films or any other films, that there would be no more cuts. And Toshio Suzuki made sure there'd be no cuts by sending a samurai katana sword to Harvey Weinstein engraved on the sword said no more cuts whoa (laughs) how cool is that that's the coolest thing I've ever heard yeah literally sent him a sword that's cool (laughs) whoa Um, they were not happy with him that relationship didn't last very long Um, so since then Disney have picked up the dubbing rights to Ghibli films Mm -hmm. Um, they redubbed the film in two thousand and five, the full length film, and they redubbed it with the voice talents of Patrick Stewart, Uma Thurman, Mark Hamill, among others. Yeah. Tony J. Tony J. Jodie Benson apparently. Didn't so, um, that's I thought that was a really interesting because before Harvey Weinstein became this like supervillain that he is, mm. I'd never heard of the guy. No, his. I had I, no idea who he was. I. Always thought his name rang a bell, but I think now it's because of that guy who plays Edna in Hairspray, Harvey Feinstein. <laughs> Edna? Yeah. in John Travolta? On, no, on Broadway. <laughs> oh. The original. Oh, I don't know. Who came back for it live. I think he's called Harvey Feinstein. Oh, okay. And I think in the end I just got it really got confused it. <laughs> and I didn't know Weinstein at all. Um, yeah, I, I had no idea who Weinstein is, so it's interesting to hear him involved in a movie story. It's also interesting to hear that he wasn't the good guy in the story. So yeah. it doesn't come as much of a surprise. It says a lot, doesn't but, it? Yeah. Um, but there's a lovely Japanese man who sent him a sword, so, you know. Love that. <laughs> That's cool. Um, also, there's this whole thing on the internet where they're doing... There's a thing called defictionalization. Have you heard of that? No. Just so when people take technologies and things from movies and they try and make them real. Okay. There's a whole group of people who have been building Nausicaa's glider. Right. And it works. They've got a working version Shut of her up. glider. Wow. Um, so YouTube that, Norsica's glider, um, and you'll, you'll see the clips of these guys using it. It's bizarre because it crazy. looks like it. It's much bigger in real life than you think it would be. Like, it's yeah. really wide, but right. that's really cool. Um, another couple of little facts. Norsica is named after Princess Norsica from the Greek Odysseys. Ah. So it's, it's a Greek name originally. Interesting. Not, not Japanese. Um, and there's also a race of aliens in Star Trek named after Norsica, after the film Norsica. Right. Uh, they're called the Norsicans. Interesting. So, um, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, and it's in his Next Generation thing as well, so Whoa. it's actually linked to Patrick Stewart, yeah. Whoa. Um, he is Norsica. He is <laughs> Norsica, yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's, I mean, I, I guess they relate to Legacy, those things oh i suppose yeah but i've written some what well, i've written here but please correct me if i'm wrong because i'm not 100 percent sure okay but i've written like i feel like norska doesn't have the biggest western impact no but i don't know what i can say for eastern impact well we know that it was enough it had enough of an impact that somebody said this dude should have his own animation company yeah. and make his own films. So, an impact. So, Norsica had enough of an impact to form Studio Ghibli. 
Yeah. Which is one of the best animation studios to date. Ever. Yeah. So it, it has an, an impact. impact. For sure. Its legacy is big. I think Westernly, we didn't really discover Studio Ghibli until Spirit Away, really. Yeah. That's what really yeah. brought it it's home like to early everybody. Early 2000s, wasn't it? Yeah. But I think there was an appetite for more films from Hayao Miyazaki yes. after Nausicaa. Yeah. So therefore... A legacy of sorts. A legacy of sorts. Yeah. And I think that's... I mean, they're still making traditionally animated films today and they're releasing them at a regular rate every couple yeah. of years. Which is better than anybody else is doing. Which know. is better than anybody else is doing. I mean, tr- traditional With animation. With traditional wise, animation. They're yeah. get kind of the only guys still doing it, really. Yeah. Um, so I guess it is kind of a big legacy. Mm. Uh, it's not. It's it's got a bigger legacy than, excuse me, than a lot of other animated films. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think it's as big as Snow White. Oh, definitely not. So I'd give it an eight. I'd probably agree with you on that. If it started Studio Ghibli. It started Studio Ghibli. Technically. It, and Studio Ghibli bought Eastern Animation to the West, so it was part of that trajectory. trajectory, trajectory that word words trajectory yeah um so that's that's quite a legacy yeah so i'd agree with you on eight okay we've done a lot of agreeing today we have but we've also disagreed which is healthy true do you want to get your calculator do you want to work some stuff out are you going to tell me what's what or are you going to work it out oh i can tell you what's what so for story you gave it a seven and i gave it a six okay for characters we both gave it a six okay for animation, we both gave it a seven. See? Agreeing. For soundtrack, you gave it a six and I gave it a five. Okay. And then for legacy, we both gave it an eight. 66, 66. out of 100. Okay. So it didn't score quite as high as Snow White. No, on 72. But um, again, still way above average. Yes. If we're saying 50 is 50 an is average, average good, decent movie, 66 is quite a way above that. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed rewatching it because I haven't watched it for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a similar vein to what we said about Snow White, like, I'm not in a hurry to go in there again. No, I could, I could leave it a few more years yeah, now. Yeah, me too. I'd left it a, quite a... I'd left it a I really think it'd been over five years since I've seen it. I think I'd watched it once on DVD when yeah. we first got it, back um, in the early 2000s. I think I'd watched the beginning quite a lot because it really... I'm, when I rewatched this, I was like, "Whoa, this is so." I tell you what, I would watch rewatch that last twenty minutes again. Yeah, the last twenty minutes of that film were amazing. really good. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it, it was good, but yeah, not in an overly big hurry to go again. No. So, but decent, enjoyable. Yeah. I'm I'm glad we did it. Um, watch it if you haven't. Yeah, so it's on Netflix. Uh, you can. This is what we need to do. We need to tell people where they can catch true. these films. True, true. So you can catch Norsica and all the Studio Ghibli films. I think all of them are on there now. I think. Yeah. Well, definitely UK Netflix. I don't know about yeah Netflix UK. You can you can pretty much catch all of them. Um, Norsk is a great place to start because it's yes. the first one. Very good. Started it all. Yeah. Um, next week we will be yes. discussing. We're both really excited about this. We one. are. I'm so excited. I can't <laughs> wait. Next week we'll be discussing the secrets of Nim, which was the first feature film by director Don Bluth. Um, our third studio we're going to be discussing is Don Bluth slash Amblimation Films. Right. Um, and I'm super excited about this Me one. Me too. I remember as a kid loving it. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what Adult Loot will think of it because it's yeah. been a, a while. It has been a I've while. seen clips since. On, on YouTube there's some clips. Mm. And I go to watch it sometimes when I fancy it. But 
start to finish movie. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. So we'll see you then. See you then. Thanks ever so much for listening. Luke, where can we find you? You can find me at Lukey Reed, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Do it. Mark. <laughs> Sorry, that was aggressive. Mark. Uh, I'm actually MJR on Twitter and I'm actually MD- M- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm actually MJR underscore 2.0. You're not. Yeah, no. <laughs> on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs>